All good, and we're live. Super excited today. We've got Philip Naz, who is the co-founder of Holy Energy. We're going to talk everything from growing and scaling a new D2C brand, go-to-market strategy, and Discord, which I know is on a lot of people's lips right now, but they don't really know where to start with it. So hopefully Philip's going to give some great advice around that. Philip, welcome. Why don't you give everyone a quick intro into who you are and how you got started with this brand? Yeah. Hi, Leah. Hi, Adam. Thanks a lot for having me. Uh, super excited to be talking about all things holy and e-commerce today. And sure, I'll give a quick introduction. So I have a background in business administration and worked in digital marketing. Uh, more precisely, a paid search agency, Creolytics, for three years in Berlin and New York. And after that, I started Holy Energy together with my two friends, Fredi and Matze. And as we like to say it, at Holy, we rev revolutionized the energy drink. And sorry, this is now the, the pitching part, you know, uh, that's incoming now. And so we're combining uh, delicious taste and functionality and sustainability. So in the end, it's, it's really easy. Um, it's basically a powder-based energy drink um, that's healthier for you tastes better and is super sustainable. I can show it to you really quickly. So this, for instance, um, is the Tropical Tiger. Um, it's one of our three flavors. It's pineapple passion fruit. So you basically take a scoop of that, mix it in a shaker and uh, together with cold water and ice cubes, many ice cubes, and then you drink it and you have a delicious um, energy drink that's going to keep you awake and it's healthier than the other alternatives that you'll find on the market. Okay, enough pitching. Um, um, go, sorry, go ahead. I'll let you finish your pitch and then I'll ask. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so far, um, people really love it. So we have 1,200 Trustpilot re reviews already uh, with an average of 4.8. And right now we're really tackling the gaming market uh, because I think it's a super nice market with very strong communities and if you can get into these communities and i think there's lots of potential but actually if you look at the product itself um it can also be used for people who are not gamers so adam for people like you who run a startup who need focus who need energy um it's the perfect drink but also if you work on a night shift if you're a bus driver or whatever um anybody can drink holy and that's only the beginning uh, we're also going into other soft drink categories step by step, but we are starting with the energy drink. Uh, well, you need to give me a discount code because I need to focus so hard to put up with Leah all day. It's a difficult job. <laughs> oh, honestly, if, we, if anyone needs energy, it's me. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah. You, you will get your discount. Oh, come on. Leah, Adam, for you guys, you, you can get it for free. Come on. I'll, I'll, I'll be taking you up on that. Um, <laughs> Just a quick one on the actual formulation. And you mentioned it's obviously healthier for you than traditional energy drinks. So can you just give us a breakdown? What type of ingredients are in the product? 100%. So if you look into like traditional energy drinks, I would say you have lots of fillers and artificial ingredients. Like you have the artificial colors, you have the artificial flavors. And then also you have many times lots of sugar and you have artificial caffeine that kicks right into the bloodstream and gives you a very immediate boost but then afterwards you crash and with holy um yeah we in our formula we we took care that this wouldn't be the case so only natural colors natural flavors 
Um, then we're using natural caffeine and it takes longer for the caffeine to be absorbed in the body. Plus we're also using new calf, which is like the super innovative caffeine, which um, gets absorbed by the body within two to four hours. So it's not the same old story of, okay, I have one drink and then after one hour yeah. I'm down again, but it's yeah. rather um, a calm focus, as we like to say. And that's, for instance, exactly what you need in gaming, but also what you need in other parts of your life. So it's like sustained energy. And what about the actual calorie content? Because a lot of the traditional energy, energy drinks, as we know, have got not just a really high caffeine content, but a huge amount of sugars in as well. How many, uh, how much, how many calories, sorry, per serving are in each, each um, holy tub? Sure. So we're pretty low calorie. Um, so like in one of these drinks, so that's seven grams of powder in it, we have yeah. around 18 calories. So basically nothing. Nothing basically. Yeah. Perfect. So you can basically, even though you've launched it around the gaming community, this is sort of coming on to the next question, but you do think this application for people, you know, in startups, in business, anyone who just wants like a cognitive boost can benefit from this product. 100% Adam, you said it. Perfect. With that being said, let's go on then to the go to market strategy. When you first launched the brand and came up with the idea, clearly you had like a very specific audience that you wanted to target. Can you tell us how you went about going to markets to um, capture this audience and where you seen as well, like the, the idea for the company come up? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was actually a pretty crazy story uh, how we launched. So we did a pretty extended pre-launch campaign and we we were sure we couldn't do just like the traditional boring launch where you just say one day hey we are here uh we have a couple of influencers lined up plus uh some paid social spend and let's go and see if anybody buys it because uh, let's be honest most people are not waiting for your product you know yeah. nobody is like oh if this energy drink launched today i would buy it right away um but you you really need to make them part of the journey and and that's what we tried or what we did like the whole like build in public um kind of idea so we actually wanted to launch in november but then things took super long because of uh, covid but also because we totally overestimated ourselves and how how fast everything would go with working with suppliers um is a whole topic um and yeah so um we we know we had no budgets for facebook ads and so on so what we did is um we started direct messaging um people nice. who are people who are interested about energy drinks and we also posted into loads of different gaming communities be it facebook groups or uh discord communities and so on just saying hey um we're about to launch uh holy energy it's it's gonna be awesome uh it's gonna be wild as we say in germany uh nowadays and um yeah so basically when they came to the website they could sign up for free samples once we launch right and and back then we said okay we'll launch in january so you'll get your free samples then and after people signed up they could then invite their friends and we would reward them for inviting their friends and uh, for instance if you invited two friends you would get a five euro voucher for the launch if you invited five friends you would get a 10 euro voucher all the way up to i think if you invite 30 
people, you would get a uh, hundred euro voucher. So uh, pretty aggressive there, but um, this really helped us uh, bring some virality into this campaign. Yeah. Once you have enough people starting to refer their friends, you get deeper into different communities and you, it, it kind of, um, yeah, it's like automatic and you don't have to do anything anymore. But it wasn't like that from the start. So we didn't just send out like 50 messages. We rather send out like thousands of messages um, to like different people. Um, yeah, pretty, uh, some people thought it was spam. I mean, yeah. if you take a look at it today, uh, there's an argument to be made. Um, but uh, yeah, so they came to the website, started signing up. And then what was crazy is that like after three days, um, it we we didn't do anything and i we had our slack notifications on uh for every sign up and it just went like thing 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 and this was like the first time that we thought okay uh we're really onto something here uh it's crazy like random people that we don't know uh want to try our product that's awesome and and yeah and then after five days we had like five thousand testers uh so we said okay we we need to shut this down uh because otherwise we we might not be able to finance this and um yeah then it took a while until we got the samples and we did and we always had to tell the community hey guys okay wait another two weeks wait another two weeks until uh you actually get your samples so we did lots of crazy stuff in the meanwhile like um as a kind of punishment uh we shave freddy's head he's uh one of the one of my co-founders and and put that into our instagram story and yeah people people really liked that and then in the end we were able to launch end of april and people were already super hyped because they had already tried to samples them and they already knew exactly what they wanted to buy. So the launch day itself was like super successful. We had like a five digit revenue right away on the first day, which was of course a really good start to not having to go through this valley of finding scale slowly. Yeah. Um, but we, we, we just started, you know, already in a, in a pretty good place. Um, so, so yeah, that was awesome. And from there it went on. I love the fact that you just did basically, I suppose, what's traditionally been known as guerrilla marketing, right? Where you just get out there <laughs> and you push the brands in people's faces. And I think it's such an underrated thing these days because we've all became so reliant on paid media and how powerful it is. But there's a lot to be said of getting into those communities and just getting like the hands-on feedback as well from customers because you start to understand your market and build a community before you even launch. So you're almost de-risking the investment when you do come to start paying for Facebook ads and these other platforms as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I was going to say as well, I think with with communities like the gaming community who are constantly online constantly seeing things like this they see through like they see through bullshit straight away they're like and if you're there like interacting constantly and even putting lives up of shaving people's heads and like being like we're a real person we're not just this massive conglomerate who's coming in and being like yeah buy all this stuff sign up we're gonna spam your inbox it's like mm. If those are the people that you're targeting, you have to you have to make it known that you're one of them and kind of get in that way. But wow, I think we should shave Adam's head to try and get more people to sign up for Amazon. Yeah, no, no yeah, one's going. Mine and Phillips' hair, it's, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. um, 
I, yeah, okay. maybe maybe one note uh, as well. I mean, this now sounds like this was all this super master plan we had in our minds. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, like lots of the stuff we kind of made made up on the way, and yeah. we saw, okay, this kind of works. Let's let's keep on going. Let's let's continue this, but also like this authenticity, like um, showing our own faces in the stories and so on. It's just something we we were doing because we we had nothing nothing else to do and yeah. because like we we didn't have like the resources to like do professional um i don't know photographs or professional videos but it was rather Matze, my co-founder um pointing and clicking in canva to to create videos for for the brand and i think that that really showed us that that people they don't need like the super polished kind of nice marketing agency yeah. Uh, fashion, whatever content, but just raw stories in your face um, work really well as well. And uh, also, it's also super work efficient, so to say, because yeah. it's it's very easy to produce. Sounds like you just tried to start as many conversations as possible and sort of see where it takes you and it worked out well. Nice. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of. And, and I love the branding now, actually, like it's very vivid and distinct. Was it like this from the beginning or has it evolved over time? Uh, pretty, pretty much from, from the beginning. We were super lucky that we we're working with like probably two of Germany's most talented designers who already very early on said, okay, powder-based energy drink, I'm not sure, but, but these guys sounds like they're onto something. Okay, um, let, let's try it out and and yeah we we actually delayed paying our first salaries uh so we could work with them together and just try out try out the first project and like it's super paid off and and they are owning our our whole visual identity from day yeah zero basically and and i think that's that's a that's a huge asset that we're having for sure they've done a great job it's so distinct and vivid and i think obviously given the market that you're talking it's um it's the right positioning. So I'm going to let Leah take over and start to uh, drive out this next part because I know she's got a lot more experience than me as well <laughs> in certain areas of it. Um, so which math and channels do you think have been most effective for growing the brands? Uh, this, this, I'm going to link this to the next question that's going to come up. Um, so me and Adam were kind of talking about discords and the way you guys have used discords. Um, I mean... I use Discord for NFTs <laughs> and that's about it. Um, my boyfriend is like massively into NFTs, massively into Bitcoin, things like that. And something I've kind of learned about Discord is like you have to be invited or you have to join a channel. And then like it's basically this massive group of people with all these different channels and all these different servers who sit there and talk about the exact same thing. And I joined yours and I was looking and I was like, this is perfect, like perfect for anyone in the gaming community because they're staying online. But like, how would you say, I mean, I've kind of just answered your question there, sorry. <laughs> but um, apart from Discord, which one's been the most effective? <laughs> you know, Leah, I'm, I'm still amazed that you're in our, in our Discord server. Um, must have <laughs> overlooked you um, joining. I, I hope you said hi. It's been it's been a couple of I think I've been in there for a good couple of weeks, but like now and again I'll go on and I'll be checking all my servers and I'll just go on that and I'll be like, oh my god, look, you could open a ticket. I was like, that's so cool. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so coming back to your question, um, I mean, you already mentioned one large part um, that helped us to grow, which of course is Discord or more broadly like the community. But of course, this is really hard to scale, right? You you cannot say, okay, let's 10x that um, because it's awesome that we have it. And it's like the main driver of our community and our retention. And it also helps us in acquisition. But you, it, it's hard to to like with the press of a button uh, say, okay, I, I really want to go go all in here. But it rather takes time. So of course, um, there are some other channels that we're that we're looking at and that were really successful so far. I think the first one I should mention is working together with creators. Um, so most our I think mostly on Twitch so far. And like one of the cool learnings that, that I want to share is that it it really is about the community of the streamer, of the creator. So we have worked together with people who have 800K followers and have triggered zero sales. And we have worked together or we are continuously working together with people who maybe have like 80 average viewers on, on Twitch, which is already a pretty nice community, but... Um, it, those are people who are not like widely known. Uh, they're not like star streamers, so to say, but they have their tight knit community. Yeah. And many of these streamers are like super successful and they really generate lots of interest and also lots of purchases for us, um, which is awesome. And there we're trying to be very close to them, have nice partnerships with them, go onto their streams, support them, send them their flavors when, when they want them and so on. So. It's really cool, like leveraging again there, also the, the power of communities. But again, it's kind of tough to scale that because uh, now we're at a point where we have like this large pool of of like mid medium-sized influencers. And now it's about, yeah, finding, you know, new pockets of growth, be it on other platforms, YouTube, Instagram, but it's pretty, pretty much that. And, and uh, TikTok, for instance, or also going into different verticals because I mean on Twitch they are not only gamers but there are many different people who who create and entertain their communities in, in many different ways and that's really where where we see our brand going of more partnerships because they I mean I could go on and on but it gives you just a lot of credibility and also shout out to our influencer and creator team because these guys are doing a great job working together with with these creators and and yeah it's also some of them are so funny um it's it's just it's just so much fun to sometimes just watch the different streams uh and and see what what these guys come up with yeah. then another standard one um is of course paid social uh i have to be honest here i mean it's um it's a tough nut to crack i would say because from the data we're gathering uh we pay pretty high cpas uh, and customers we we acquire so far on paid social have lower CLVs, which of course is a pretty tough combination. Um, yeah. But we know that to really grow the brand um, substantially, we we need to figure this out. And now uh, we and we know that eighty percent of the performance comes from the creative media buying is not that important anymore. From from what I've seen, from what I've learned also previously. And now we have an in-house videographer. We have two designers working on, on static ads, on creative. And I really think we have now the foundation to be successful um, on, on paid social. But of course, we still 
need to need to make it happen and need to go through the process but but still i'm pretty confident that we'll go on there and yeah then two more things um one being uh affiliates um pretty unsexy uh people don't talk about it that much but it just makes my life so much easier because affiliates just give you this baseline of revenue that's just coming in. You don't need to work really hard for it, to be honest, um, but it's just easy and it's just important that, that you also, um, that you're diversified and get income from, yeah. from many different sources. And then last but not least, Adam, since we're talking today, of course, email marketing or CRM more widely. <laughs> um has has really helped us as well like um re-engaging our community and and people who uh who kind of haven't bought in in a long time um is is really important for us and we have also seen like once the first time we talked actually like around october uh when when things weren't going so great on the acquisition side we really went all into crm and reactivation and it worked really great and we really reacti reactivated some super loyal customers um, who are now really part of the, the holy squad, as we call it, um, right. our community. And, and so this also has helped a lot. Yeah, just a quick tip. I think this is very underutilized as well. And I'm speaking a lot about this this year is that a lot of that data that sits inside Clavio can be used to assist in targeting back to Facebook. So you can obviously mm -hmm. create... Uh, you know, retargeting, that would be the obvious one. But if you're able to collect zero-party data at the right times, then you can use that for broad-scale um, look-like audiences as well and syncing them back towards Facebook. So, yeah, I think a lot of people, and I've been touting this for a while, like there's a lot more to email and just retargeting people. You can use it to improve the full funnel for sure and help with acquisition. 100%. With, you sound like you're on top of your targeting, like all of the channels are in there and it sounds like yeah. it's absolutely amazing. I was going to say, like using Twitch and Discord and stuff like that, I don't think, it's not it's not often used. Especially we we have spokespeople, have we? I don't think, no. this is why I was really excited to speak to you. And, and I think, you know, the narrative is now that you should start a community and then, and I, I completely agree, actually looking at the way things are now, I think it allows you to de-risk um, launching a brand. And also you get to understand the audience as well before you invest too heavily and hopefully don't lose the money. What about, before we come back to Discord, um, Reddit is another one. I've seen, like I know a lot of gamers are on Reddit. Have you guys dabbled around with that? Not yet, actually. I mean, also, there are, there are, of course, two ways of doing Reddit. One is just through organic uh, yeah. community there. The other one is through um, ads. But we haven't done either yet. And that's also, I think, one of the things, like, we have so many ideas and so many different channels yeah. that are out there that I would love to use. Like, also, every time I read your newsletter, I'm like, oh, damn, I want to try this out. Like, first-party data um ask people in a pop-up hey what's your favorite source of of caffeine and then if they say coffee or if they say energy drinks or whatever i want to send them targeted email flows based off of that like there, i think there's so many things and it's uh, the cool thing about like being a marketer now that we can do yeah. but also one learning is we we have to take it step by step and you we cannot be a lead in every channel yeah. right away but we we need the right people and the right expertise for it I completely agree with you. I, I feel that frustration as well. Obviously, I know we're in B2B and it's slightly different, but 
we feel like we have such a strong grip on LinkedIn. And I'm like, but we don't do paid ads. We don't do cold outreach. We don't do this. And I feel like frustrated where sometimes I have to take a step back and think, okay, wait there, but what I'm doing, I'm doing a really good job of. So it will come within time. But obviously, you know, we want everything to work at once. Yeah, totally. But I think, I mean, in terms of building a community, I mean, what, what you're doing on, on LinkedIn is probably the closest to like building a community yeah. that you can do on LinkedIn through organic postings and not just through through ads that sell you random white papers. Um, so so I think that's that's really good on you. I think yeah. our, our methodology is very similar. I think the approach we try to take, and it sounds like you guys do the same, is if we engage with people and add value to them, the sales will come. And I know obviously it's not as scalable, but on a fundamental level, I think you build a really strong community and reputation. So you'll always have that foundational base and then everything else you add on top of that is just firepower to help grow it. Whereas I yeah. think a lot of people do things in reverse, right? Like they go all in at the beginning and then like they don't have any foundation for the brand. Well, I was going to say as well, the content, like like me, me and Adam say it all the time, we're very, very content focused. And looking at you guys, like all the content that you put on Discord, I see some of it sometimes and I laugh. Because it's like, it's like gamers' faces on stuff. And I'm like, yeah, oh, my God, this is brilliant. And even, like, we've scoped out the, the your website, you know, looking at the branding. And me and Adam are like, oh, yeah, we need to get we need to get Philip on. We need to talk to him. And it's like you, you have free content there, like wallpapers and stuff like that. And that's exactly what you need to be doing. And it's oh, – I just love it. I want to come work for you. Bye, Adam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, come, come in. Yeah, we, we we can take, take her away, please. <laughs> we can switch this into an interview. Yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Yeah, just one last note on Discord because this is something again I, I keep seeing going around on LinkedIn. I, I'm not knowledgeable on Discord at all. It's not for everyone, right? Like, I think certain audiences it works best with. Mm -hmm you guys will know way more than me what's your what would be your advice about getting involved in discord is it actually worth it what would you say to other brands yeah 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 i think we we skipped over the the whole discord thing a little bit um out of excitement for <laughs> excitement for other stuff but let me give you uh real quick the pitch for discord why it's great and then afterwards maybe the 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 disclaimer um so to say so so like in our Discord right now, we have 3,000 people. And these are like really the core Holy Squad members who like like everything or who like see everything we do, who are the first ones to buy something uh, when we release a new flavor and so on. And so we've kind of have divided this into different channels where people can talk about different things. You know, like they can show their orders. They can talk about gaming, exchange memes, uh, talk about designs, make design suggestions for Holy, and so on. So many different ways to be talking about uh, talking about things. And what I really like about it is that with Discord, we are like connecting our fans, our community with each other. Because what happens on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok is we put out content, people reply separately, we re reply back, and then the the conversation kind of kind of dies. And, and it's it's all based on like our community management, talking to people and, and starting conversations, yeah. so to say. Yeah. And what's awesome about Discord is that 
if once you have that kind of traction, I or a moderator or somebody from the squad can just start saying something and there will be a genuine conversation around it starting without like me or like somebody from the team having to to like give out all the the answer options and so on and like replying but we're just like moderating it we're just taking a look at it if we have something to add we add something but other than that it's just a community talking with each other then the next cool thing is of course and adam you mentioned it earlier the customer feedback you gain on discord like we get this feedback immediately if if we have a fuck up people will tell us right away okay this sucks this delivery took too long uh this product wasn't as good as expected my shaker broke whatever of course these these things happen and and people tell us right away oh this looks this product is too expensive whatever we we see this and but this also gives us a chance to to make good for it and to yeah. talking to the people right away and telling them, hey, yeah, we fucked up. We're sorry. And and then if we go the extra mile and try to make up for these things, then oftentimes we we also kind of earn uh, the benefit of the doubt. And and people will will then still like what we do because also they understand like it's my first time, it's our first time doing this stuff and some fuck ups happen, but I think as long as you're honest about them and super transparent and try to over, uh, overcorrect what you did, um, they will be fine. So second thing, cu- customer feedback. Third thing, of course, retention. Um, this one is a pretty obvious one because you are able to educate people on an ongoing basis about the product itself, but also um, about new launches, new marketing campaigns and the community, they can talk to each other and um, and really, um, yeah, hype up each other. So we're able to stay top of mind for whenever something happens. And then we can also connect it with our email marketing. Hey, take a look at this content that's in our discord um, and so on, which is, which is pretty cool and which helps us to like connect the different channels. And the fourth thing um, is, I think, often overlooked, um, it also really helps us in the upper funnel because having such a strong community yeah. on Discord really enables word of mouth and referrals. And we are happy about every customer that we don't have to buy uh, on Facebook or TikTok. And plus, it's so much social proof. Like if you go through like the order channel, you can see how people are happy, how people are drinking their holy uh, posting photos of like the living room with like these crazy pyramids um, of holy, and and this is of course also awesome um, in in terms of social proof. So yeah, but I also don't think that any brand can just start a Discord and expect it to work uh, because I think it it really needs focus and it needs a great community that that really is up for it. And I think like in the gaming um, vertical, it definitely works because uh, many gamers are on Discord anyways, yeah. uh, communicate during uh, gaming and, and lots of other things. Um, but just because you're, you're a brand or like a fitness brand or whatever doesn't mean you should start a Discord. Uh, it really depends on whether your, your followers, your customers are, are actually there. Um, and then of course it needs management. And also for us at the start, it was, was tough. Like it was, um, 
not tough necessarily, but it was just me on Saturday evenings being on Discord, um, just talking to people. And it, it was fun. You you learn a lot, but you yeah. definitely have to put in the hours and yeah. and and see what, what comes back and start genuine conversations. So I, I think it's 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 not something that you can just like switch on like in Facebook ad. Um, it's something that definitely takes time. Yeah, I, I just wanted to ask as well, do you, I mean, because everything in my life revolves around NFTs and Bitcoin at the moment, um, do you think the growing popularity with this is going to grow the amount of users using Discords? And maybe the, I mean, me and Asim have got something in the works at the moment, right, about e-commerce and NFT, NFTs, and now that's going to change. Do you think that growth is going to, kind of reflect on the, the users in discord and the people who were using it to like tap into those communities do you reckon like that's gonna kind of slope up at the same time sure sure i mean i we we can also see this now i have a couple of friends who are who are into nfts who are now also all of a sudden have discord accounts because apparently for nfts uh discord is the place to be and also yeah. Leah, if you have any interesting projects yeah feel free to send them my way um, <laughs> <I will. laughs> and so but to be honest um so far um my experience with nfts on on uh, discord is just that i joined the nba top shot um oh, yeah, NFT yeah. Group, and now i'm getting um spammed all the time with hey dude try out uh oh, take yeah. a look at this yes. project take a look at this project and then at first i want to hate them a little bit but then i think ah damn that's basically what i did with holy as well i think there's you know what there's a there's a lot of knowledge on discord and there's a lot of servers and channels that you can tap into and end up making hundreds of thousands of pounds from but it also opens your door to the biggest amount of spam you've ever seen. And it's like, somebody wants to add you to a server. Somebody wants to add you to a server. And like, you know what? Sometimes me and my boyfriend won't speak to each other, but he'll send me like six servers to add to. And he's like, quick, get on the whitelist for this. We need to be on this for the NFT. But um, I, you know what? I'd say as well, as a brand, maybe maybe tap into some projects, get, get, get a little collab going. That'd be wow. great. You know, I, definitely, I'm going to throw this out there and I'm sure someone's probably working on it. There's definitely space for a Discord marketing agency, I think, at the moment, or even just general community yeah. type agency. I think this is a clear space for uh, both B2B and um, direct-to-consumer as well because everyone talking about you need to build a community, they need, you need to build a community, and everyone knows it's important, but there's not really any established frameworks and like methodologies. Okay, here's what you should do. We'll manage it for you. It's just a case of, oh, you need to start a community. Okay, what should I do? And then everyone, <laughs> you know, doesn't really have like a framework for it. That's the new leg for us. Come in 2025, Magnet Monster, community builders. Hey, it, it's, uh, it's something on the road, Mark. Um, I'm going to go to this quite I, I do apologize. I cannot, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a Thai name, by the way, but I'm going to try Serena Keeper. So, hey, Philip, great talk. Why is the fair? I, I'm sure we've sort of covered this, but if you had like one fundamental rule, rule Philip, to finish on for building a community, what would it be? Yeah, so first of all, hi there. Thanks a lot for the question. Um, yeah, I mean, tough, I think. And this might sound very meta, but I think it's have a reason to exist first. 
as a brand um, because people want to follow other people who have like some kind of vision or change something like nobody would join a community that's like about nothing you need to have some goal in the community or at least as a brand some reason to to exist and and if you have this reason then i think you can also find people who are going to follow you and follow that vision and i think that's like the first fundamental step and and it's funny this is like sounds like some branding agency blah blah but i, I and, and even as as like a performance guy myself i really believe that this is the first thing and and then you can build on that and start marketing your vision and start trying to find followers who who believe in the same thing yeah absolutely perfect succinctly put so we're going to um, end things so i've got one final thing i want to sneak in if you could summarize this in like under a minute what would your advice be to new founders in the d2c space centering sure okay one minute um so i think in the long run as as a founder in dtc it's it's all about customer lifetime value and um i think the customer lifetime value consists of two basic parts um i think the more important one is retention and how do you get retention by making people happy so i think if you first focus should be on the product on a differentiated product and being able to communicate the value that your product brings if you are able to do this and you have a great product then you can then you're in a position to make people happy and i think that's the that's the one fundamental most important thing at the start have a good product and adam i know um we we both love email marketing but you can send the best most targeted email at the perfect time with yeah. most beautiful header ever but if your product sucks people are still not going to buy it and i think that's that's the the first thing and then if you have figured that out the second thing is customer acquisition you need to find smart efficient ways to acquire customers if if possible at scale and if you bring these together great product with of course also stable stable economics um, and and making people happy plus some kind of engine that helps you grow that gets you new customers in then um, I think um, there's there's lots of potential and as a founder starting out I think there are so many distractions like also for for us it was the case people will tell you hey you need a loyalty program when you launch hey you should a b test the button color of the CTA. Hey, you should <laughs> test two totally different media buying setups in Facebook uh, right after launch. And I say, no, you, you don't need to do this, this stuff. And as I said before, you don't need to be perfect right away. And everything you do, you need to choose your battles and really focus yeah. on the stuff that matters. And I think that was more than a minute, but um, so I'm done. <laughs> great, no, great summary, completely agree. Philip, I, I love your energy. I'm very excited to, to see where the brand goes this year. So thank you very much for your time today. If anyone wants to find out more, what's the best way to contact you? And any codes you've got floating around you can give to some people watching as well? Um, yeah, I mean, come on. We'll we'll make the code. Um, 
Adam Ten for, <laughs> for ten years off your first order with Holy Energy. I'll um, create this in Shopify right away. We'll be on our English store, German store, and French store. So wherever you are, uh, go get it. And um, yeah, you can just um, contact me on LinkedIn. Um, we are, of course, also a growing company uh, looking to grow in many different departments. Um, so if you want to come work here for this uh, super fun startup, um, let me know and, and we can start talking. I'll be there soon. Bye, Adam. Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> Working for holy energy. <laughs> you know, you know what? I, I'm noticing like it's getting darker and darker in here as the sun goes down outside. So I'm gonna stop things now. <laughs> be like a dot in the middle of the screen in a couple of minutes. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. I'm gonna tag you on LinkedIn and we will be in touch soon. Thanks again. Awesome. Thank you, Leah. Thank you, Adam.